giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 235 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right. Today is Sunday, March the 6th, 2016, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Saunders, is there to take your questions. And we've got another good show planned for you today. Hopefully, maybe we'll see. Uh, Roger Brown expressed some interest. Uh, this was a couple weeks back after our last show about coming on and talking about the alpha. Uh, we had never really firmed things up with him. So we'll we'll see if we can't get him on. Maybe So maybe he'll sneak on uh, at some point in the show. But other than that, another two weeks have gone by. And I believe we got another brand new alpha build. Still, Still alpha, not yet beta. Uh, with with some more hunter changes, and I think what marksmanship maybe got uh, another set of iterations. I mean, it seems to me like that that's a spec that's being worked on uh, more than any of the others right now. So why don't why don't we jump in and talk about some of the changes that are that have come in this latest build? Uh, so who wants who wants to start? Bendik, you want to talk about maybe Black Arrow and what's going uh, on sure. with that? Well, I'll start with um, actually. The removal of Dark Ranger, because it ties into that. So Dark Ranger is no longer a talent. That that was the talent that whenever you attack, there's a chance to summon a Dark Minion to fight for you temporarily. Um, but even though that's gone, there's still they took that functionality of summoning a temporary pet and put it into Black Arrow. So you fire Black Arrow at the target. It so just deals damage, like a dot, shadow damage dot. And it summons, it, the dot lasts for eight seconds and it summons a skeletal minion to taunt it for the duration. Um, 15 second cooldown, so basically you get a pet tank for half the time. And it also says in the tool that the Black Arrow's cooldown is reset when you kill, kill an enemy as well? Right, so I guess you could have it up longer than that. Um, Black Arrow used to be, have three charges, but that's been removed. It's just a standard dot now with the pet. Yeah, and and I like that. I think that'll make it easier to to maintain. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, have you have you, is this live now for you guys to test in the alpha, or is or or is it something they've just announced and yeah, you're waiting waiting for it. To, it does work now. Yeah. So I'm just wondering in a situation where maybe you have multiple ads or something if you in other words you've got your black arrow on one and you kill do you have to kill the the target that black arrow uh is affecting or you know you kill an enemy and it resets the cooldown of black arrow regardless of whether you what what mob the dot is on actually that's a good question i haven't i've tested that specifically but i've only tested the actual pet (laughs) yeah i'd be interested to target dummy (laughs) Right. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how that works. I mean, because is there a way where you can sort of have Black Arrow up on a on a high health target? They kill a low health target in the meantime. You know, you switch and Black Arrow resets. And can you can you put Black Arrow up on a on a new target, uh, a different target at that point? Um, my guess is that's probably not how they they intend for that to be used. But it'd be interesting to see if if it actually does does work that way. But how, how is the pet overall? I assume you can have no control over it, right? It's just going to be kind of like a dire beast kind of animal that's, but but acts um, in this case with marksmanship more more of a tank or you know at least or or a pet with with growl on at this point than than anything else. Yeah, it's it's just a guardian. You don't control it. Just um, just attacks your current target. Right, but since it's not uh, random when it comes out anymore, you have a little bit more control over you know you. If you fire black arrow on a target, that's where the pet's going to go initially, at least. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's it's got a little bit more control. It, it might. I have no idea if this this is my speculation, but I have hopes that this might give us a chance for at least a little bit of utility in a weird raid situation, since we don't have distracting shot anymore and we don't have any taunts. Really, this will give us a 
you know, maybe an option for pulling off mobs in a really specific raid scenario. Uh, I don't know. I can see them. I don't see that happening just because can you imagine the chaos that's going to cause in like LFR and dungeons? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I don't <laughs> I'm just thinking like, cause right now apparently it, it does, it taunts anything, including a raid boss. Obviously oh, yeah. that's a I'm bug. I'm sure that'll be turned off the raid boss, but right. But even, even taunting just dungeon trash, I don't know that could lead to a lot of problems. Because it's not like the hunter can even turn off the growl. And it's a level 15 talent. So what is it competing with at this point? I mean, I'm just wondering, is this going to be something where, is it the obvious choice on this tier or just something you might want to consider? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's only right now the obvious choice for leveling. I don't think it has a place in rating at the moment. Uh, Black Arrow is tuned fairly low for damage, even with the uh, added damage from the pet. It's not a ton, so it's hard to see it competing. with. Uh, what's on that tier? That's Steady Focus. Steady Focus in True Aim is the, the other one, it looks right. like. Right. The single target damage goes up. Is mm-hmm. that right, True Aim? Yeah. 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 For every successive arcane marked or aim shot used to attack the same target, those shots deal 2% more damage to the target, stacking up to 20, 20 times. And can only affect one target at a time. So we talked about that, I think, last time. And it seems like a pretty, pretty good talent. But I, I certainly agree for leveling. Uh, if you're going to level as marksmanship, that black arrow would be would be a great, great choice to have just to get some protection out there for you, just to have some semblance of a pet. Uh, what does the guardian look like? Is it an actual skeleton, or or how does it? What did they? What have they chosen for a graphical model? Is it, and is it the same every time, or do they they have like a few random things that they might toss in there? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a few random ones. There's like a skeletal dog, um, a skeletal eagle, which you can already tame one of those actually. <laughs> um, and then what else is there? There's, there's one or two other ones. It's just like some undead pets. It's the same pets that were on the, uh, dark ranger talent, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just incorporated the two together. Yeah. Which is nice. It's it's just not a bad idea at all. I mean, it's 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 and it's it's a good way to, I guess, you know, make Black Arrow a little bit more interesting. Um so now that Dark Ranger's gone, what have they replaced that with? Um there's a new talent called Sidewinders and it's basically if I could sum it up it'd be a <laughs> combination between focusing shot Barrage and Chakrams from Chakrams from Diablo three. <laughs> okay, I'm not familiar with the, the the Diablo three, but the other the other two certainly. And I liked Focusing Shot. I thought that was I, I hardly ever used it, but when I, I I liked it as an as an ability. Um, well, basically, it's a it's a focus generator. Um, it replaces Arcane Shot and Multi Shot entirely. So when you cast it, it generates sixty focus. And it basically hits everything in front of you, like in the same cone as like barrage would. Okay. Wow. Wow. And it marks all of those targets too. It's crazy. Wait. So do you have to have some some uh, somebody selected to do that, or do, is it like barrage where you don't have to target enemy? Oh, I think you have to have someone selected, but it's just. Um, yeah, it just hits everyone like Barrage does, and yeah. um, and Barrage you need to also, target someone oh, as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it also has two charges, so and a 12 second recharge on that. It's and it's pretty, especially <laughs> when you combine it with other talents like Trick Shot. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy because Trick Shot basically any targets you have marked um, when you cast Aim Shot. Your aim shot will ricochet to all, all those marked targets. So, or vulnerable targets, whatever it's called. And and this is an instant cast ability. I should say, looking at it too, so that's pretty wild. So it's not even like it's channeled or or, or, or anything like that. Um, yeah, it's instant. Right now, the graphics are a little screwy, but I'm sure they'll fix that. It's I don't know. It just feels really powerful. What do you think, Delirium? Yeah, I think it makes the uh, rotation pretty interesting. I haven't gotten a lot of time to test it other than on a pure single target like Tommy 
target dummy type situation. So I'm still uh, a little in the dark with how it will affect AoE, especially mass AoE or burst AoE in raid type situations. But uh, yeah, it looks it looks cool. It makes things much more interesting. Um, just you know, sixty focus, two charges, and no more arcane shot or multi shot is. I don't know. It's definitely interesting. There's a a lot to be explored to see if it's going to be a big effect or not. But so far, I'm looking positive about it. It, it sounds very cool. I mean, one 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 thing to note on the the tooltip it says um, cannot hit the same target twice. So I guess it's only gonna. I mean, I guess if I guess the idea is if the target's moving or something like that, it it right. only get only get hit once. But like you said, I'm wondering, you know, in terms of AOE, the fact that it generates 60 focus is crazy. But, I mean, are you going to want to ever hit it back to back? I mean, in which case you'd be, you know, generating too much focus at that. But there are AOE situations, certainly, where you, you know, you you spam multi-shot or do something like that. So I'm wondering if you would just, you know, for the sake of doing damage and, and doing AOE, you would just go ahead and just, you know, ignite two charges right away even knowing that you're probably going to generate excess focus at that point? Or do you or do you wait, or do you weave something else in there, in, in between? I think you'd weave something. Yeah, because, especially if you take Barrage like or you something said, like that. Yeah. Barrage or Volley too, or um, like Trick Shot, like I said earlier. Basically, you cast Sidewinders, it marks all the targets, then you cast Mark Shot, which makes all those targets vulnerable. And then if you you have the trick shot talent, you can cast aim shot, and that aim shot will bounce off all the other targets. And then you can, you know, it's because of all the passive focus regeneration we have now, too, you can usually get off like two or three aim shots after just from casting a sidewinder. Wow. Which is nice, too, in barrage, too, because barrage costs what 60 focus. So, this basically, you know, the minute you hit sidewinder, you're pretty much guaranteed to have enough focus to cast a barrage right after that if you'd like so you could you could certainly do like you say sidewinder barrage and then sidewinder again and then barrage well you'd have to wait for the cooldown of barrage of course but um does give you give you some option there do we know the regen rate for sidewinders like when um when do the charges come back it's 12 I, seconds I, yeah i think that yeah so essentially it has a 12 second cooldown after you burn your second charge Essentially, is, but is so you it, can use you know two almost back to back, and it'll still take twenty per second. So you can use one every twelve seconds. However, that tends to work out. Oh, so so if you use one charge, well, it, 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 during so and you wait twelve seconds, it'll it'll recharge that. Right. Yeah, you'll have so okay two so charges at the end of that twelve seconds. So, okay, which is that makes sense. So that's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good. What is the, the so have they put in the decent animation for that? What does that one look like? Yeah, it's it's kind of buggy at the moment. I wasn't able to. It wasn't even procking anything on my screen, and I, other people mm -hmm. said it was, but it didn't look right. So I'm not sure what the end intention is. Right. But it also kind of looks like the uh, animation is superfluous. It doesn't actually affect the shot or what's uh yeah every like they said everything gets hit once. Sure. No matter sure. like where it zooms around the room. But it'd be nice to have it look different than just a regular old shot though but it just seems right, sort right. of a weird thing to think i'm just trying to imagine what that would look like coming off of a bow when i think like sidewinder i'm thinking like you know you're launching a missile missile with like a big shoulder cannon or, or something like that which isn't isn't going to be the case here although that would be kind of cool if you just like whipped out some bizarre <laughs> shoulder Good. cannon and launched your sidewinder i want a flying squirrel mm -hmm. i'll be honest <laughs> oh that's a good idea i like that a little sugar glider coming out of our bow. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, right now it shoots these like spinny green things. So I don't know if that's a final effect or if they're going to change that or not. But yeah, because right now you kind of shoot it and all of them go towards the same target. So I, but, but all the all the targets still get hit. So hopefully they change it so the little green things go and hit all of them. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, I'd be curious to see like almost in a PvP situation or something. Will it actually follow your target like a like like a missile, or, or is it just going to be a straight strict cone of area? And you know, if someone leaves that that cone, <clears throat> they'll they'll avoid the damage. Probably probably that ladder, I guess. But 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 it does sound like a very interesting interesting talent to be sure. 
Yeah, and there's also that other talent that we probably haven't talked about on the show before called Patient Sniper. Um, it's relatively new. It's, um, it's in a level 75 tier. It increases your maximum focus by 30, and it changes how mark shot works. Um, instead of doing like a stacking vulnerable debuff, it provides you like a bigger stack all, all up front, but it's a shorter duration. Hmm. So when you combine that with sidewinders, you get a little more, you know, wiggle room without capping your focus. Right. And it looks like a lot of uh, the raid testers are looking at patient sniper. Um, it seems like it's much simpler to use uh, and you don't have to rely on that RPPM proc. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and just, just for everyone out there, it, you said it's a level 75 talent. So it's competing with, Careful aim, which of course is the one we're, we're, we're sort of familiar with now, where you know targets above eighty percent health, aim shot and arcane, arcane shot, mark shot, multi shot have a twenty percent increased critical strike chance, and it says those critical strikes deal additional twenty twenty percent damage. Although it's interesting though, I mean, if you are going to take sidewanders, you know you you lose some value out of careful aim, I would think, right? Because you know you're not going to have multi shot, nor are you going to have uh, Arcane shot, so two of the abilities that are that are affected by that you you wouldn't have. So I think sounds like you lose a little bit of value there, unless Sidewinder impacts it. But I I don't know that it will. Yeah, well, the main thing is that the aim shot, I guess, and mark shot. Yeah. Right, and then the other ability on that tier is heightened vulnerability, giving you three stacks at once. So both of those kind of fit together, patient sniper and heightened vulnerability to make a pretty interesting choice. You know, getting to three stacks is a little easier or you don't work on getting to three stacks. Right. And I like that. I mean, you know, it looks like that tier is giving you some, some decent choices to make. Uh, you know, I, I, I suppose one will probably end up being better than the, than the other. That, you, that tends to be the case uh, with, with these DPS type of talents, but, but at the moment, you know, and it's still early in, in, the, in the testing phase that it seems like there's some some options there to, to, to make some creative choices here. But uh, let's see, what else? Uh, I know we kind of glossed over it. Headshot was another one that is new or changed uh, this this iteration as well. I think Yeah, they just changed how much damage it's doing based on, yeah. uh, on your uh, focus level. So there's nothing really exciting there. Yeah, it's also level 100 talent now. It used to be like 75, I think. It also does a longer cooldown now, 30 seconds. It used to be 10 seconds. Yeah, I see that. So it's, it's instant cast. 30. This is the one we've... We, so is this now fully implemented? This is the one that was... There were, we had some question about, right, because of the range, like 20 to 100 focus. And the, and I think the concept, correct me if I'm wrong, was the more focus you had, the more powerful uh, the shot. Yes, and that's still the case. Wait, so do you have to be at 100% focus to do the max damage? or To like, do the max damage, yes. Okay, so you actually do want to cap during before you hit this or well not necessarily because so it's going to do and as with all of the abilities we're talking about you know none of this is in its final iteration they're going to do damage tuning so we don't know what's going to be the best but it's going to do some amount of damage per focus and we'll probably try to look at you know where's the most efficient place to use headshot if you know if it, at 100 focus it might do more damage but takes so much more focus that it's not worth it. So you use it at 20 instead, where it takes almost you know, no focus, or uh, a net of no focus, since the one GCD returns you 10 to 15 focus at the same time. Um, so it, yeah, it's kind of going to depend on how they tune it. Right now, it still does a lot of damage at 20 focus. Just depends on whether you have focus to burn and how much you have, I guess, in your rotation. Right. And again, and it also is going to compete with the Sidewinder talent now as well. Something to, something right. to consider there. <clears throat> yeah, Headshot's one of those that may end up, uh, you, you wonder if it's going to get, I don't, I don't know if they get rid of it, but if it'll get changed, especially like you said, once people start, once the damage tuning happens and 
as you say, people start figuring out when the, the, the best place, the best focus point is to actually use it, then, then it loses some of its, I, I don't know, value in, in the sense that no one's ever going to use it at, you know, a hundred focus, you, you know, you, everyone's going to try and use it at that perfect focus number. And, you know, once people know what that number is, that's all they'll ever do. And, you know, they may not play around with it too much after that. But I guess in, in some ways it makes it a little bit harder to do, too, because you've got to sort of, you know, really pay attention to your focus and try and wait for that perfect moment in order to use it and not do yeah. it too soon or not do it too late. <laughs> with the so also the way Mark's shot is working or uh, not Mark shot, but uh, Hunter's Mark is working. It kind of uh, changes the usefulness of headshot. I think with the previous iteration, it was great to have headshot and just dump all of your focus because then you were going to spam a bunch of RNK and shots and try and proc that uh, Hunter's Mark. Mm -hmm. And now with the new iteration, spamming more arcane shots doesn't help you get more um, more Hunter's Mark or you won't get a quicker Hunter's Mark proc because of it. Um, so headshot maybe not as valuable if you're not spamming all those arcanes. Interesting. Now was volley changed at all this time? I mean, I noticed it was in the notes here. What did they what did they do to that that talent? I think they just implemented it, right? Because now you can use it on alpha. Oh, okay. Um it um, does very poor damage as far as I could tell. It's so, always been there, it's just it actually did worse damage before. <laughs> So still a neat idea. Hopefully it will be worth using for hunters who liked it. I liked it, although it seems like the, the, this implementation is a little bit different, correct? I mean, now, now it's an instant cast versus a, a channeled ability like it was before. Yeah, it's. they've also recently added like the update of the graphics a bit, so it looks mm -hmm. a little cooler. It's basically wherever you place it down, like a bunch of little arrows fall on the ground and then big, bigger arrows fall on all the targets. So it looks pretty cool. It's just, yeah, right now it's just, it's not comparable to Barrage in terms of damage. Right, right. And hopefully that'll change. I mean, and, and it costs a heck of a lot of focus too. I mean, it's 80 focus, you know, versus 60 for Barrage. Not that Barrage is, barrage is cheap <laughs> by any means, but 80, 80 focus is quite a bit. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope it's worth using because even if it's not necessarily better than Barrage, there might be situations where, mm -hmm. It's more. It's nicer to have, especially just if you don't want to pay attention about worrying about barrage hitting something. Right. Just so you could just drop a volley down, and you're doing like raid trash. Just keep dropping volleys down and finish your supper or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, barrage is channeled, right? Yes. Yeah. So this one is if it's a you set it and forget it, you could uh, do it and then actually fire more shots. It doesn't interrupt your rotation. Well, besides the heavy focus dump that's true yeah you can keep you can like drop it down and then do something else i mean i always like the idea of having an aoe ability where you didn't actually have to target a specific mob you know that's what i always like to follow you can just sort of put it in a place and then let it let it go versus you know yeah this might see more use on high movement fights i think because mm -hmm. uh, then you could drop it um move reposition and then um regen your and your focus regens a little bit too right i mean this yeah. is barrage where you would have to cancel your uh channel to move so i, I it might be situational i don't know and, and that'd be fine like as i said i guess it sounds like you know from what bendek and delirium what you're saying is the damage right now just just is non-existent so in its current state no one would ever would ever take it so it needs needs definitely needs some tuning in order to be worthwhile but it would be nice to kind of have that choice where for certain situations where you might want to want to take it where you know and and I, I think i'm okay with that you know I, I don't mind having abilities that you know you swap in here or there but you know don't necessarily need to use one thing a hundred percent of the time I, I would guess that barrage though would probably be preferred certainly for for probably most raid encounters i'm guessing that that would be the the choice over over volley Hey, but speaking of movement, uh, I noticed one that I don't think we got to talk. I think it just got uh, implemented right after our last show. So, uh, but I didn't catch it for the show notes here. Explosive shot is a 
relatively new ability or talent, um, which is, as far as I can think of, the first kind of skill shot that we've had, like that you have to actually aim and hit a target in maybe in all of WoW. I'm not sure. Uh, I guess traps well, uh, maybe. But. So what is it? So how has it changed now? Because obviously we're all familiar with it for uh, survival, and it was just an instant shot and a dot. And I mean, right. So what, so is, so what is it now? Very little to do with the the old survival mechanic. Um, basically, you shoot a missile forward, and it moves it. I don't know something like between 10 and 20 yards a second not very fast so you can kind of time it and then you have to detonate it once it gets to your target so you know if you uh if you're 30 yards away maybe it's a second later that it hits uh it gets to your target and you detonate it and anything that it's within their hitbox it will do a thousand percent of attack power as fire damage and it will also damage anything within eight yards of it uh, an eight yard radius around it. Um, so if you're at eight yards, I think it does about half damage. So about 500% attack power, which is still quite a lot. I mean, more than Sidewinder's doing or anything like that. Certainly a lot more than multi-shot. Um, and with it scaling between about 50% damage and 100% damage at uh, zero yards away. Wait, so they basically made an ability that you can't use while you're on Wi-Fi? <laughs> yeah yeah it does look like it's going to be pretty hard if you have a high latency yeah and it's funny too because I, I forgot if you mentioned this but when you shoot it it doesn't actually shoot towards your target unless you're facing them oh right yeah it shoots straight yeah. up so it doesn't yes. have it doesn't have to be targeted at all yeah so it's based on your character's facing so if you're you know if you're strafing around or something you might have to you know stop for a second reposition so you're shooting it right where you want to. And I found too that when you shoot it, if if you don't detonate it in time, I'm guessing that's forty yards, it it just kind of disappears. Right, yeah, it's at your max range, it just goes away. I was kinda hoping that didn't happen. I was kinda (laughs) hoping that you could shoot it across a battleground. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shoot it across Ultrag Valley. Anyway, I don't I don't know how useful it's gonna be in raid yet but it was kind of fun to try and test and uh, see what all i could hit and you know, it's very it's weird to get the timing down but yeah it was fun maybe a, a little silly but it was fun to do yeah it's just a, it's kind of clumsy but just the fact that you know if you don't detonate it in time it just mm-hmm. fizzles out and then facing your character but when it, it's it, it's pretty fun though when you blow it up because it's like the whole screen shakes and everything is pretty <laughs> Does does it uh, uh affect flying targets or I mean how does it work on flying targets or targets anyway that are uh you know ahead above you or something like that? I didn't test, so I don't Me know. Neither, yeah. It does. Sure. It doesn't shoot up if you're looking up, though. You know, it just shoots straight ahead of you along the ground. Okay, so, so no idea. <laughs> definitely not seeing use in in any fights where the boss flies up or something like that. Yeah, probably not. It still seems like a fun ability, and I, and I'm guessing too that once you launch it, you can go and fire other things, and you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not super can... slow. Pretty much, if you're in in range, it'll be. I think it's within the GCD, or maybe it, you'll mm-hmm. push back. You know, a half second on the GCD. Yeah, I think it'd be nice if they had like on the effect of the projectile, they had like a like a circle around it or something. So you could sort of see if it's detonating area. Mm-hmm. It'd make it easier to judge when to pull the trigger or pull the yeah, detonator. Definitely. Okay. I just looked this up. This is a uh, marksman 45 talent. What's it, yes. uh, what's it competing against? So we've got exotic munitions, which is still the same as it is currently in trick shot. And trick shot seems like a pretty good ability. No, I mean, you know, aim shot will now also ricochet and hit all vulnerable targets for 30% of normal damage. So it basically turns, excuse me, aim shot into sort of an AOE ability in that, that situation. Yeah. Potentially. It does, does some mm. slight AOE without interrupting your priority target kind of burning. So you don't That's have really- to switch to using something like multi-shot and you can still pad a little extra AOE damage, which is nice. 
it's really nice with sidewinders just because of how easy it is to get everything marked and vulnerable. Without sidewinders, I mean, it's it's kind of less interesting to me, but just because marking multiple targets is not very reliable. But yeah, so the explosives, but the explosive shot though, yeah, that's fun. I'll have to definitely play around with that. <laughs> and I don't think it costs any focus either, right? If I correct, if I read that right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Thirty second cooldown. Hmm. Which makes testing it kind of obnoxious. You gotta wait forever to try again. <laughs> when I was testing, I found it was it's pretty easy to uh, hit your primary target for the full value because it doesn't have to be you know exactly on the target. It has to be within its hitbox. So uh, especially on raid bosses, they usually have pretty ridiculously large hitboxes, so the melee can I don't know do whatever it is melee do. Um, so I think that's going to be pretty easy to do, but uh, getting it to, I don't know, figuring out how to hit the other targets is a lot more difficult, especially because if you're, you know, a couple yards in front or a couple yards behind, you'll still get a full value on your uh, primary target, but you might completely miss a target that you thought was only seven or eight yards away. That's interesting. It'd be it'd be cool if you could actually have like a little. Uh remote control if you will and and actually move move it around but he said the shot doesn't go slow enough for really to to warrant that but that would make it even more you know and i don't know how you would how you would manage that in the course of rotation but you know i'm thinking like one of those little zeppelins or something <laughs> just flip it around like a little toy <clears throat> So what else do we want to talk about today? I know Delirium, you had talked about Hunter's Mark changes. I thought this was kind of interesting to to let people know about and and the RPPM changes. Um, so what's, right. what's happening with yeah. that? So this was about a week ago or so. Um, several people, several hunters got on the uh, alpha forums and were talking about you know how it was uh, just how unreliable it was to proc Hunter's Mark and uh, Celestalon actually responded and you know, did a decent job explaining kind of what their vision was for it. Not everybody was happy with it, but <laughs> at least they explained it, which is nice. Um, always good. Uh, so basically it's not a, you no longer have a percent chance to proc Hunter's Mark. Like it, I think a couple iterations ago, you had a 50% chance to proc it every time you cast Arcane Shot. Um, so about half of your shots would proc it. You could go several without, or you could proc it, you know, three times in a row, no problem. Um, and now it's on an RPPM, which uh, basically means you can, well, if you like weave an aimed shot in between them, between your arcane shots, then you'll have however much, many more seconds your aim shots took, you'll have that much more chance to proc it on the next one. Uh, so you should, you know, like it's right now set at six RPPM, which is affected by haste. So if you have 20% haste, you're going to get about 7.2 procs per minute, which is uh, once every eight or nine seconds. I can't, I don't have a calculator around me. Um, but basically you're not going to have higher chances to proc it by spamming a bunch of arcane shots. You'll have the same chance if you hit arcane shot once every three or four seconds as if you hit it every GCD. Okay. <laughs> God, it's just, it sounds more complicated than it needs to be. I'm just so used to, you know, whatever happened to just, you know, hitting a target, boom, there's Hunter's Mark. So, <laughs> or applying it manually. So what is the impact of this? I guess, is it, I mean, what, what, what is, how, how is this playing out now in, in the alpha? Are we seeing, do, do the hunter's marks are, are they seem like coming at a reasonable rate or <laughs> is it seem slow a lot of what's and, happening is as we said earlier people are taking patient sniper <laughs> uh which really should be called impatient sniper because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's for people who don't want to wait for procs um yeah so it, i don't know it's uh i don't it doesn't sound like a lot of people like it i haven't heard from that many people but, you know, waiting seven seconds between, uh, or at least it felt like the goal was to build as many stacks as possible, which up to three as fast, and then cast a bunch of uh, aimed shots. And 
this is kind of making it so that's not really an option you have to weave stuff in between there's no reason to just sit there and try to proc or get all of your uh hunter's marks to proc immediately uh there's no benefit in doing that in the long run unless you just get crazy lucky so yeah i don't know if it feels all right it's just going to take a while to get used to uh and kind of figure out what their goal is for the spec, what it's supposed to feel like now. Yeah, I agree. It just takes some time getting used to Cause before this, I would always be fishing for procs so I could get that stack up to three right away. Now I think you just have to accept that it'll happen eventually. Which I, might just... be, it might be good for the spec. Cause I do think it's, it's good to, uh, it feels better to be weaving in some aimed shots even before you get to three stacks. It feels like that's, I don't know, I shouldn't just be hitting aim or arcane shot even though I'm at 100 focus. It's right. better to be kind of dumping focus constantly or weaving that dump at least. So I do like that aspect. I'm not sure what else there's a, what else it's going to end up like. Right. Though with heightened vulnerability and patient sniper, there's, it's not really a factor either because you're probably going to use one of those talents. And was it like this from the beginning, or is this like a recent change um, that they did? Or, in other words, did they just come out and people noticed it and they just explained it? Or uh, No, it was just a week and a half ago. I can't remember what build number or anything, but it was fairly recent. And and how was it working originally? That they So originally it was just you had a percent chance to proc right. on each arcane shot. So there was no kind of catch-up mechanic or mm-hmm. safety net. I don't know. What what do they call that thing where bad luck mechanic? Or... Right, right. Originally, right. you just had to hope to get a proc, but it was a high enough chance that usually it wasn't a problem. That it worked out pretty well, right, in other words. But there's always that chance, I guess, that someone would get on one of those sh- bad luck streaks and, <laughs> right, you know, wouldn't see one. So, so this attempts to kind of... I guess mean that eventually you you will get one at at some point. Well, yeah, yeah. So I think after ten seconds, I'll have to look at my chart somewhere. But I think after about ten seconds, it's guaranteed. Well, so you'll have it, reached a hundred percent chance to roll it at right, some point. Right. And hopefully, whatever you're fighting is still alive. And <laughs> right, yeah. Assuming it's a red boss. <laughs> you know. You'll still you'll still have something to to kill that that needs that you know you could benefit from you having you know putting that hunter's mark on there, but <laughs> and I said probably like I said a raid encounter, which is you know mostly how we we view these things. Um, right. There was a likely. comment on the um, on the alpha forums, the legion forums, whatever they're called, where uh, somebody was saying, well, this makes it harder for target switching because if you just got a proc on the boss and need to switch targets. Um, you know, you won't have any of that. Uh, like with RPBM at the beginning of the fight, you'll of course have a much higher chance to proc it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but just when target switching, you don't have that built-in protection. And Celestalon's only real response was, uh, "Well, that's not how RPBM works." So I'm not sure if he meant to say more and forgot or what the. Well, I how wonder, they expect that to work. Yeah, I wonder if uh, the RPBM is calculated on the target rather than the uh, the source. Right, it doesn't look like it, but uh, maybe that could be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's there's a lot of mystery, it seems, behind uh, some of these fancy math calculations. Right. Yeah. So basically, there's three things that increase your chances to uh to proc it. There's how long it's been since your last proc, how long it's been since your last chance to proc it, and uh, the built-in bad luck protection. So, of those three things, hopefully something is going to help you out. Well, we'll see. Like I said, you know, maybe maybe they'll keep that. It sounds like it's, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how that all, that all plays out. It's inter- interesting, though. <clears throat> I mean, I, I get the sense they kind of like the whole idea of their their RPPM, especially you know, pretty much all the trinkets. Um, you know, 
a lot of the trinkets function that way now and, and everything else. That it, that it is a mechanic that they they they're they're happy with. So also this week, moving on, we had uh, at least one blue blue tweet. Someone had asked about uh, pets and said, "So what's going on with hunter pets post raid buff removal? Are they just a cosmetic choice now? What about exotics?" And, and the answer was, "Pets that you tame are primarily a cosmetic and story choice for you. Exotics tend to have an extra utility ability." So. Right, so I don't know if that means they're going to add extra utility for each exotic pet. Or if just the ones that already have extra utility are going to get to keep it, which I guess that's good. Are they not normalized right now? I mean, I'm not familiar with all the exotics and all, all their abilities, but. Um... I think most of the exotics already have a utility. Right. So Spirit Mend is obviously the popular one. Um, and Core Hounds have that weird thing flaming yeah, something or another that thorns basically um i think they all have one they, they usually have like one buff and two utility or two buffs and one mm -hmm. utility but so the, i guess the weird part is all the other non-exotic pets so i guess they're not getting a replacement for having a buff so you're gonna have a few pets like turtles that do have a special ability right. unless they're going to remove those from turtles because they're not exotic. So I don't know how that's going to work. Right. And also cranes would be the big one right now with the battle res, right. which is not exotic since wad. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and that was one of the nice things about, uh, warlords of Draenor was that, you know, you could basically get all the buffs and all, all the, all the, all the abilities, um, Without having to be beast mastery, right? I mean, you know, you could you could run a survival and or a marksmanship and and have that that battle res, that combat res. But be interesting to see if they revert revert that. I mean, again, with marksmanship, it doesn't doesn't much matter, right? Because you know you're, you're you don't have a pet, so it's really only survival that would be affected by this. Um, so be curious to see see what they do. But it was nice, you know, being able to to you know. Provide that utility with with whatever spec you were you were playing, and not have to rely on bringing you know being a beast mastery hunter. But and and again, you know the the buff removal we've talked about, you know, it's just 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 game wide, so it's not 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 a nerf to to, to pets per se. But again, you know, yeah, maybe 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 we'll lose the combat res entirely. That might be something else they could do. They maybe they'll just take that away from us as it is. Yeah, I, right now in PvP, if you're playing you know, three-player and mm -hmm. against any healing team, I think a... Uh, oh, what's the Mortal Wounds? Is that the name of the debuff, the healing debuff? It, yeah. So that's a pretty big deal right now. Um, and kind of seems like the go-to for most PvP hunters if you're fighting against a team with that. Um, even if it means not getting a regular buff, you know, so you miss out mm -hmm. on your 5% crit or whatever. 5% mastery. Uh, so yeah, I'll be interested to see if that gets taken away also. Um, it seems very strong right now. So if just a couple pets have that and compared to other pets not having anything, that's certainly not just a cosmetic choice. No. <clears throat> but also doesn't have any effect on a lot of the game. Yeah. Well, well, that's the question right now. I mean, are there any pets, with, with given the way they stand now, that you would just, you know feel like you'd want to bring to a raid or something just because of of what they can do um you know where it would just be kind of beneficial to have versus being able to bring whatever you feel like bringing um probably just like the the battle res because mm -hmm. i don't there's nothing really else with that type of utility well i guess corehounds i think they still have the bloodlust so there's that right. too Oh, that's right. Yes, they, yes, they do. And I don't know. I don't like know who a, else got that. Who else got that? Was it not not spore bats? Was it the uh, the other things that look like spore bats? Yeah, nether race. <laughs> nether race. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do because there's a lot. I'm looking at the pets now, and a lot of them have these extra abilities, even non exotics. Like, even if it's just like a a snare or something like that. Mm -hmm. So maybe they'll give all the other ones something. I don't know. Right, or I mean, just, 
go ahead. And I was saying even some pets too, like have interrupts and things like that, correct too? Well, not anymore. They shouldn't. Did they get the, did they get rid of that? I, mean, I don't know. I've been marksmanship for so long now that <laughs> I haven't even looked at a pet. <laughs> I think I, w- I went and did the uh, Apexis, you know, weekly uh, that they had this week. And, you know, I usually go to, if I go to the Tana and Jungle, I'll go as Beast Mastery and, and, and pull out a pet. But that, that's about it. Other than that, I've been marksmanship for, for so long now that I haven't really paid much attention to to the pets. Yeah, there's no interrupts. It's uh, there's like a, a snare, um, mortal wounds, and then damage reduction shell, which a few pets have. <laughs> and then there's monkeys with their dodge chance. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good old monkeys. Mm. And then, of course, there's birds with the trick. That's pretty important. I like the tricks. The tricks are fun. I, you know, they should give every pet something like that. I think you know, every pet family should have some sort of trick. I mean, a few of them. It's weird too. It's like it feels random. Like the, the, the bears, what do they have? Sleep or something like that? The, and the foxes have a little right. dance that they can do. But you know, I always think those are kind of fun. It gives you something to do while the raid mm-hmm. leader's trying to explain the fight. <laughs> if you don't want to pay attention, that's what Eyes of the Beast used to be for too. I mean, we need that back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can just run around as your pet while the raid leader was, you know explaining something long and intricate so i think it's rogues have this ability where they can uh see through somebody else's eyes or like it moves their camera so their camera's behind the other player mm-hmm. uh, and i was not aware of this i had no idea this was going on but so whenever i'm bored waiting for ready to start or for the boss to be explained i just go look for fun places to disengage too and apparently all the rogues in my raid have been uh, making a game of figuring out where I am based on using whatever that ability is. <laughs> so it was kind of fun to find out. <laughs> Silly little rogues. Mm-hmm. I thought that was priests that had that. Yeah, it might be priests. You're right. Yeah. Now that I think about it. One of those support classes. Mind, mind they all look the same. <laughs> The priests get all the toys like that. They then they get the uh, the life grip as well. To, uh, not fair. And what's the thing that makes you confess? Confess, I think. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sounds good. Well, that's it for sort of all the news that we had this week. We do have some listener Q and A, and actually have time to answer some of these some of these listener questions. This is cool. Uh, so the first one comes from Garbwire. It says, I have played a hunter from the start. I love it, but WOD is the low point in all my playtime. Will it uh, be getting better, a.k.a. not just face rolling and getting back to weaving your shorts? <laughs> I think they meant shots, but I like the fact that they were weaving your shorts. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what weaving your shorts would be, but I maybe in <laughs> Legion, <laughs> we'll see the change for that. But uh but thoughts on 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 that? I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's hard to compare it to what hunting is right now in WOD or WOD. I've mm-hmm. never heard it spelled out or pronounced out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's getting better. It's very different. <laughs> if that's what you want, you've got it. Every spec is completely different. Um, yeah. It is a lot about weaving your shorts, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It definitely doesn't feel like the old mana days. I think a lot of people who've been playing from the start, or at least a few people really like mana, and I still see that on the forums a lot, people saying to bring bring back that play style. Um, So it's even less like that than what it is with our current uh, build. I'm not looking for for them to bring back mana, but I will say this: I thought that mana was a little bit easier to manage than than focus. I kind of enjoyed enjoyed it a little bit, especially Wrath of the Lich King. I mean, I had a I had a a lot of fun playing my hunter in in Wrath of the Lich King for for a variety of reasons, and that was the last uh, expansion where we where we had mana. But uh, but it's you know it was it was but it also felt simpler. I mean, you really didn't have to worry about your your resource management much at all so i mean that was uh which you do now with 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 focus so 
so I think focus probably makes more sense for, for the hunter, but you know, you know, but I did enjoy playing a hunter in Wrath of the Lich King throughout that expansion. Yeah, I'd say the new Beast Mastery, I mean, it's no, it's not mana, but the fact that it's so cooldown focused, like cooldown based, it, it, it sort of is like that, but not really. It's just, it's a little different. Like you're not really thinking about your focus all that much. Because you don't, there's no not much control, so you just so just a bunch of cooldowns you're whacking. Yeah, I was gonna say that's gonna be interesting to see too, especially since we don't have a lot of control as Beast Mastery over over the focus regen. I mean, how how easy they they make it to to manage, if you will. I mean, you know, it sounds like my suspect that they'll just it, it will kind of take care of itself if you're using your cooldowns properly that you really won't, won't run into an issue and, and it's probably not something you would need to think about too much. Yeah. I mean, as it currently is, there are definitely times where if you cast too many, uh, Cobra shots, is that what the focus dome yeah. is called? Yeah. Cobra shots. Um, sorry, the terminology is confusing me again. Anyways, if you cast too many, then all of a sudden you can't cast your more important shots and Cobra shot does very little damage. So, uh, there are definitely times where you want to be aware Oh, I'm not going to have enough focus in a couple GCDs to cast my kill command or whatever. Insert important ability. Um, so it, it definitely exists. It's just, yeah, it's a lot less than now. And instead of, I need to rebuild focus, you just, uh, I need to not do anything for a couple seconds. Yeah, there's a lot of that with both BM and survival. Right, right. Uh, let's see. So BM Jaeger asks, you can move while barraging, right? Well, you, you certainly can in Warlords of Draenor. And, and that was the question. I mean, we haven't really talked about much. I mean, I assume, uh, have they changed much in the way of uh, abilities that we can fire while moving and remove some of that? Or is it pretty much the, the same as it is now? I think aim shot is the only one that's different. Right. Um, and it's the only movement penalty right now, as far as I can remember off the top of my head. Barrage is the same. You can move. Yeah. All right. So that that's good. I mean, we were it was very movement movement friendly class. And I mean, of course, with the, with survival being melee, I mean that that sort of changes things anyway. I imagine most of their stuff's going to be instant anyway. I mean, they're going to be you're going to be you know glued glued to your target. <laughs> Disengage yeah. is an instant. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's yeah. see, we got an another question from Garbwire. Uh, how are the robot pets? Number of them, news on them. Yeah, we talked about that la last time. I mean, there's not many mech pets available yet, right? No, but I, since last time I tamed a mechanical sheep, which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the mechanical sheep? Are they in the, some of the new zones or something that existed elsewhere? No, this one is an Elwyn forest, actually. You oh, notice that at, at yeah, farm with the... There's like a farm way up on the top of a waterfall, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a bunch of sheep there, and one of them's a mechanical exploding sheep. Yeah. So basically, you just make sure you tame it before it reaches you and blows up, type thing. <laughs> <laughs> and this is you rolled a new gnome hunter. Or you, or you can make a pre-made gnome hunter. Oh, you can, and then go back and get it. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that spot you're talking about. And back when we used to do. Uh, in Cataclysm, what was the raid? Was it Blackwing Descent? Is that what, what it was called? Anyway, uh, so we used to go. To, I used to fly out of Stormwind and uh, for, for, to fly there to the raid entrance, and I'd always stop on that little hill and blow up the little gnome sheep every every yeah. night before raid. Is <laughs> my little <laughs> ritual. I was like that guy. It was great. I don't even thought of putting that in there, but yeah. If you haven't been up there, you should go up there. Yeah, if you shoot the exploding sheep, it explodes and kills all the guy's sheep, and the gnome gets real angry at you. And it's like, you know, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, they even added a new model for the sheep. <laughs> hmm. So the next thing we'll have to wait and see too, and I, I don't think they have plans for this, but we need if if engineers could actually create, you know, one or two pets for for hunters. So there's been speculation about that I saw on the Petopia forums because they discovered these new items and it's not clear what they're for, but it looks like this item 
creates like a mechanical scorpion type thing, like like that boss mm-hmm. in Siege of Orgrimmar. Oh, that's a cool. Yeah, because and it's, there's there, there's like four different colors, and I'm like, I don't know if that's for for engineer created pet, but maybe I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. What was that boss called? Um, Iron Juggernaut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's a mount too, right? right? Yes, I think he drops off of. Well, now it's probably like that one percent chance off of what Garrosh, I guess, would drop it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have the items offhand, but basically what it sounded like was you use the item and it basically spawns one of these things. So, like I said, I don't th- I don't know if that's a pet or not. I just saw the, the item, but it would be neat. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Yeah, I, I I think that the idea of the you know an engineer that could make you know a hunter pet would be would be fun. <clears throat> something they could just sell on the on the auction house a way to make some money or or or, or, or something. Or maybe maybe it'd be an item, right? And it sort of spawns the pet, and you and you have to tame it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I think what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. It is too. I just don't know. I'm just guessing though, because mm-hmm. there's nothing that says it's a pet. It just it's an item that spawns one of these things. So what else could it be for, right? It's probably right. beyond your pet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. And, and the last question of the day came from BM Jaeger, and he says, is Sidewander uh, applying vulnerable since it replaces arcane shot in multi-shot? Um, it hunters marks everything, and then you use mark shot to make them vulnerable. So, yes, but you have to press an extra button. So you do Sidewinders, then, then uh, mark shot, and then they're vulnerable. <laughs> Which still seems pretty good, given that it's an AOE ability. I mean, if you can hit the you know a good number of targets, <clears throat> it seems like you'd get some some pretty good value out of that. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. It's just nice hitting everything like that. Excited for questions. Yeah, that is that it. is it for questions. That's it for news. That's it for everything. So we're we're right at an hour. So unless you guys have anything else you wanted to to bring up, I think maybe we'll we'll close it out for this week and come back in another two weeks. So on that note, you have been listening to episode two hundred thirty five of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall dot com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrilloftheWild dot com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right, check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader, and we'll have all these links available in our show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to announce on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right, stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Siempre festa la emoción de los Keep your eyes on the beast. For Azeroth! All right. No more for the horde. All right. For yeah, Azra. Yeah. Very inspired me. What can I say? There you go. Life stealer. That's just the cost of being an awesome sauce. I'm a dues payer. I'm a boss slayer. I rock out with my life.
Now let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Gilgadon. Magdemar, Ascalor, Cruel, Cthulhu, and Razorgore. Onyxia to Ragnarok. 